0: Five, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Commit flip Hello, everyone, and welcome to SWAT Radio. I'm David Gray, along with my good friend Brad Sykes, and we are happy that you're with us here on Friday, March 24th, as we come to you live from beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. If you'd like to call us during the program, you can reach us at eight four four. Seven 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 nine two eight. and for those of you who are new to the program or who haven't listened for a while SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth and we are on every day from uh, three to four usually Doug and Brad are here but uh, a variety of us fill in sometimes <laughs> and uh, Brad and I are typically here on Fridays so Brad always good to be here with you
1: what's up, <laughs> what's,
0: up?
2: what's up remember
1: those commercials uh, yeah what, was, were those milk commercials yeah. Oh, yeah yeah it was milk yeah ah, yeah, yeah
0: yeah something I, like that I think. something like that I, don't know, I, I saw the uh every year at the Super Bowl they do those <laughs> you know review of past Super Bowl commercials and I think I saw that one recently and I had forgotten about that so <laughs> anyway how well, you
1: doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good. You're, you may be better than I uh, as I walked into the studio and see you dressed in your uh, clearly, well, I hadn't looked under the table here. I'm assuming <laughs> I don't typically do that, uh, but, but uh, I'm assuming you've got shorts on, you yep. got your golf shirt and you got your golf we hat. We did play this you, morning. You look a little farmer's tan today. Yep and uh, good for you
0: beautiful day here in jacksonville temperature probably... you're not retired are
1: you no okay, no i did making... i
0: actually <laughs> took a day off today took a vacation day to play and a uh, bunch of guys from church and we had a good time uh our swat brother ken uh sets up yes. these times sometimes at jack's beach and uh we have a good time
1: okay and, ken uh... if you're listening out there um listen i don't go to your church but i am a, a a true believer in jesus christ and you know i just you know if there's any chance i could get on that uh, invite i'm please. sure we can get you in yeah let me let me in i mean i think you know if i'm looking horizontally i think i'm as good as david i think you're much better you than know? me <laughs>
0: think you're much much better than me <laughs> no but man, don't I'm glad. let that go to your head because that's not saying much right well now. yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> well
1: it is good to be here it is it is absolutely stellar outdoors today and uh, not that i would know i've been working but you maybe maybe uh maybe my bride would let me have a pto day uh you know yep. that that's a good idea well, you guys are you know? partners we are right we so, are i tell uh, people all the time she's my boss and you know i uh we we work well together but she hey she lets me come in here and do this every day so yeah. Yeah. uh can't well, be your, too bad your bride is great oh uh, no She's doubt great no yeah. doubt but uh well we've had a good week uh doug and i've been bannering back and forth uh, i didn't i don't know if you had a chance to listen to his guest yesterday i did not get to and, and that, i had no. planned on like take but and i wanted to be able to it's just my whole day got away from me today i wanted to go back and listen so if you missed yesterday. I know Doug had a great guest, and uh, I want to go back and listen myself. But he and I have had a great week, just kind of digging into the text that we're going to kind of work through today. Acts chapter twenty-three, verses one through eleven, and specifically, we've been looking at uh, as God's children, as those who are called, uh, that we there's a responsibility to submit to the Word of God and to be secure in His Son. Mm. And to be strengthened by His presence, and we'll kind of dig through those. But if you missed anything this week, I, I think it's a, a just such an important message that Doug hit on this week. And uh, if you didn't have a chance to listen throughout the week, even though Fridays for you and I is kind of a summary of the week, right? Uh, but we're kind of attacking it from the standpoint: okay, how does this change the way we live? And right. so I'm kind of excited to hear uh, what God's been speaking to you over yeah it's uh
0: uh, it's amazing these passages in acts first of all you you don't realize till you get into it how much is there like and doug has said from a from a theological standpoint Mm -hmm. it it may not be as rich as obviously some of paul's letters right right Right. because it's more of a narrative of paul's life and his journeys and what happened Mm -hmm. but when you really start to dig in there's so much to be mined from this, like yeah. you know, and the points that the, the teaching points that you and Doug have been going over throughout these chapters. Um, and there's such there's such. Um, I love the way that uh, you guys go over the the like you said these main points. You read these verses one through eleven, and to get out of it, that God wants us to be submissive to His Word, mm-hmm. secure in His Son, and strengthened by His presence. You might not see that right. initially, and right. that's the benefit of people like yourself, Doug, mm-hmm. and others who who do that kind of digging in and, and teach um, is so beneficial to so many people. And I know it's and with me at the top of the list.
1: Well, and with us, I mean, any of us who open the word with the idea that uh, we want to share this, I mean, I think that's one of the blessings of studying the word. I know you know, you know this personally, and any of us who've taught, um, we— Obviously, I teach, I love to study. I'm one of those kind of weird people, like, you know, love looking at the Greek or, you know, whatever, and to really understand it um, so that, number one, it gets into me, mm. it changes the way I live, but also that I might share with others. Yeah. Um, and listen, there's far more to this these 11 verses than just those three points. Yeah. and we may even kind of unpack some of that today
0: yeah and and just you know if you're listening and just an encouragement that we know that there are people out there and i know i've been in this position that may find just sitting down with your bible open and really nothing else maybe a pen and a Mm -hmm. notepad and may find that a little daunting and may find that difficult And, and i know people right who Who say that? Well, I don't really read the scriptures on my own, but I go to, I listen to other people and I, I read books, you know, that people have written. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I I Mm -hmm. think we learn a lot that way. Yeah. Yeah. But it can't be a substitute for reading the scriptures. And, and God promises that if we come with a humble, attitude hmm. <laughs> and we ask him what is what does it say in so many places and especially in proverbs if you lack wisdom right yes ask for wisdom yeah ask god to give you understanding and it, it says, says that, he'll give it generously yeah and, and, and you know he gives grace to the humble hmm. and and it, it is it is amazing if you sit down with that kind of a spirit and open the bible and i'm not saying the drop and flop right just open right, it up yeah. let it see but yeah. read it read it with some kind of structure you know start with the gospel of mark or the yeah. gospel of john or mm-hmm. whatever and and read through it and ask god and and and, and jot some things down yeah. questions that yeah. you have yeah. or things that like we're talking about yeah. like we do right things that stand out to you um what is it teaching you about god and and it's amazing what god will do by the Holy Spirit, with that time, Amen. It, it just, it, there's no and 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 I, I'm saying this as someone who has neglected that plenty of times in my life, and life is never right if you're not doing that. And and <laughs> are God, you saying
1: there's never a, a, the perfect time to get in the Word? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, God will, for those who belong to Him, God will stay after you to yeah. put it mildly yeah. to get back into the Word. Yeah. And, and so if you're, if you're daunted by it, if you think you can't understand it, if you think it's too much of a challenge, just, just give it a try and trust that God will reveal things to your heart. And just the time spent with him uh, in those moments in his word where you're quiet, um, it's amazing what he does in those times.
1: There is no doubt, and I think that um, Doug even mentioned it earlier this week that, you know, as I've spent time with younger men or even older men who don't, haven't built that into a part of their life, there's, uh, there's two issues that may be the problem. In other words, you hear somebody say, I just don't have a, I just don't have a, I just don't see it. I don't have a passion for it. I don't, you know, I don't love spending time in the word. And I'm not saying it's kind of like, I don't want to hear somebody compare it to, you know, it's like broccoli. You know, I didn't like broccoli. Now I like it. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about, I believe that when the Holy Spirit indwells us, there should be an appetite mm-hmm. that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there's not an appetite for it, I think there's two things that may be happening. Number one, and most crucial, is that we don't really know Christ. Mm-hmm. We don't really we aren't saved, right. and I know that may be hard for some people to hear, right. but that's a certain possibility. Uh, number two, which these are things Doug brought out this week, is number two, it could be there's unconfessed sin right. in our life. Right. And uh, you know the, the reality is God has given us his word, um, right. not just as fence post for our life. Obviously, there are laws and there are principles there are proverbs. There are things within God's word that will help to, uh, as, as Psalm 119, 105 says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto our path. It is certainly that. And it is certainly the fence post a lot of times to keep us or the guardrails to keep us um, protected and guarded. You know, we look at the things that are happening in our world and we act like we're shocked Listen, when you get away and you depart from God's word, as we say, there are consequences. You, you probably heard the, 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 the verse that says, the way of the transgressor is hard. hard. I used to use that verse with my children. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know what? You, you can choose which way you're going to go. Yeah. But remember, the way of the transgressor is hard. Yeah. When we depart from God's word, when we transgress his commands life's going to be hard. Yeah. There's going to be some consequences yep. you're going to have to face. Yep. And so, you know, uh, I don't know. I just think there's so much to disciplining yourself for the purpose of godliness. Mm-hmm. And that requires disciplining yourself to be in the word. Yeah, uh, Listen, you can make a commitment to do it every day. And I know people who absolutely are so disciplined to do it every day. Right. I'd love to say I do it every day. I'd do it almost every Most day. Uh, yeah. But I there are days where I'll miss it. Yep. fine. Yeah. Yep. In fact, if I feel guilty cuz I missed it, then I'm doing
0: it for the wrong reason. Yeah, right. And 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 along those lines to and to what you said earlier, let's maybe give a little uh I don't know what the right word is here, but I th- I agree with you if there's if there's day over day, month over month no appetite for the scriptures, then that's a warning that something is is likely wrong. But that yes. doesn't mean that even those of us who know Christ and belong to him don't have times. And, and they can be, for me, sometimes they're, you know, it can it can last a little while. No doubt. Where it's dry, and and I don't really feel like it that much. But it's amazing how I think our flesh and our enemy tries to keep us from the Word. And I might not feel like it, and I might miss a few days, but then once I'm back to it, it's amazing how quickly God mm. pulls me back in yes. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And and it and it, it it so the discipline comes from don't let your feelings cuz we're full mm. of feelings, mm. right? We're emotional beings, we're we're up, we're down, right? I, I and again, when I say we, I mean me. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> um I, you know, I human circum- beings
1: yeah. are that way.
0: Circumstances impact how I'm feeling and so i'm trying to get to a point and this is a lifelong battle right to not let my feelings or emotions dictate my behavior amen right but let amen. god's word let me be in the word even if i don't feel like it and let that change how i'm feeling
1: first timothy 4 7 8 and i know we're going to take a break it says rather train yourself for godliness for while bodily training is of some value godliness is a value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come. So there's an element of disciplining yourself for godliness. Absolutely. We
0: are gonna take our first break here on SWAT Radio. Glad you're with us. Call us at 844-777-7928. Give a comment or a question and we will be right back after the break.
3: SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as the co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife, Vicki, are real estate agents in Northeast Florida and are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate. The Guardian Group, with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards, 904-580-7255. And online at Guardian Group, the Guardian Group, happy to bring you SWAT radio on the truth. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ church. They use published works to teach God's word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives.
2: That's how long Pastor Yamiti in China was imprisoned. Yamiti is a bivocational pastor. He was running a business and led a house church, but then he was arrested, the government accusing him of inciting separatism. Pastor Yamiti serves the Uyghurs community, a Turkic ethnic group of largely Muslims. In fact, it was from Islam that Pastor Yamiti converted. In 2008, the Chinese government arrested Yamiti after a phone call with a Christian friend in the United States. They had held several secret trials and charged him with sharing state information. Many Christian rights groups came to his defense, all while Pastor Emidi's wife struggled to support their family. But by the grace of God, Pastor Emidi was recently released. Pray that the Lord would protect him and his family as they embark on their next chapter of ministry, Serving Jesus. I'm Charles Morris at haventoday.org.
3: The Florida Georgia Truth Network on the radio in St. Simons Island at 91.3.
0: everyone david gray and brad sykes with you on the last day of the week here for swat radio and uh, we're glad you're with us give us a call at 844-777-7928 with a question or a comment and just wanted to remind everyone brad was mentioning about listening to uh doug's guest yesterday if you want to go back and listen to any program uh any uh recording of the past swat radio programs you can do that at swatradio.com our good friend, James Grimm, who takes care of that website, uh, puts up all of the past programs, including summaries of the week, uh, which are often, uh, I always mention this because I love it. I love the way James does the little one-liner, you know, a mm-hmm. line or two for, for a few different topics that are talked about on a given day. Uh, and sometimes they're really funny. But you can hear any ba- any past program going back probably for the, for the life of SWAT Radio. Almost. Yes, all the so. way
1: back to, uh, in fact, uh, Jeremy over there was just showing us this week. Uh, he, he brought us a hard drive of every episode going back. Was it January 2017, I think? Yeah, how about that? That's a big hard drive. Uh, yeah, so we've been doing it for that long. Also, just, you know, reiterate what you said is, uh, you know, if you're part of SWAT you come to the SWAT Bible studies uh, you, you were there last week or you've been tuned in this week as Doug and I have uh, dug maybe a little deeper into the text that we're looking at today call us I, I, i'm i one of the things david i really enjoy and you and i benefit from this cuz we come into the studio for an hour and even on the breaks we may be talking about things that we you know that we see in this text I mean, we're going to do it live right here on the radio but the reality is so often after the bible studies you know if you've got time you hang out with some of the guys and you you're not talking about golf right you're really talking about man that text right so challenging so convicting so encouraging so whatever it is i love to hear how god is working in the hearts of those who have been listening Mm -hmm. and so uh Yep. Once again, just encourage people to call and chat with David and I. Uh, may, maybe you have something that we don't see. Maybe right. there's something God has shown you in this text that yep. we're not even discussing. Uh, it's always kind of fun. Yep. So, And
0: you don't certainly, and, and I know you mean this, you don't mean to exclude anybody, right? You're not doing that. Anybody can call whether you've been part of a swap Bible study or not. And you've been listening this week to Brad and Doug and like, like Brad said, God is a, uh, revealed something to you or, you know, it's amazing how many times you look at Bible passages and you might've read them 50 times and you read it for the 51st time and God shows you something new. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that, I'm sorry, I think that's the benefit of going through it with the questions that we've been using as our outline on Fridays, right? Mm -hmm. What is, what jumps out at you? What does the passage teach us about God and about people? I think when you look at it from that perspective, God
1: may show you something that you've never seen, even if it's a familiar passage. So. Well, that's that's why. I mean, God has given us His Word. In other words, this is God's revelation to man. Okay, if I'm if I met you as a stranger and I began to tell you about me, uh, that's helpful mm. for you to get to know me. Yeah. Okay, God is revealing Himself through the Scriptures to us. It's the beauty of why we should discipline ourselves. Yeah. I mean, if, if we are God's children, uh, we, it seems like we'd want to know him yeah. and, and know more about him. And that's why we ask that question as we work through the text. Right. What does this say about God? Yeah. What, do you, what, what character trait? I mean, you think of all the various uh, attributes of God. And maybe that's the question. What attribute do you see mm-hmm. in, in this text That speaks of God. In fact, next week we're going to pick up where we left off, where we're leaving off today. And not one area is the idea of God even mentioned, Mm -hmm. uh, but it still tells us something about God. And so, you know, I think, um, you know, we, we do this broadcast, this Friday broadcast to help people understand that we are not just receivers of the word we're to distribute that word we're, we're conduits yeah. of god's grace and you and i you you've uh you've taken a dip into the dead sea haven't you yes yeah i have too and the dead sea is dead because there's nothing flowing out of it right many in the church are receiving the the the, the, the spiritual nourishment the water yeah. of the word but it's not going anywhere from yeah, there yeah and you think of second timothy 2 2 says as each no uh it says uh, uh uh the things you heard from me sorry i'm jogging my memory right. the things you heard from me paul is speaking to me Tim, hey timothy the things you heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust those things to faithful men who will not do anything mm. with it yeah right or to teach others right. that's it's to teach others right. we we receive this word, yes, so that we will walk in obedience. But part of that walking is teaching yeah. others about what we're yeah.
0: what we're studying. And I think that's been one of the great benefits for me. And and I'm I, I'm assuming this this is true for lots of other guys that go to SWAT or any other similar type of study around the country, right? In churches and parachurch, you know, groups, whatever it is. For so long in my life, I was a non-outflow person in many ways, and I viewed Christianity as going to church. And I know I'm supposed to read my Bible, but it was more of a checklist item mm. from a, almost like a legalistic standpoint. Okay, well, I did this, and and I can and I remember times where I would sit down and read and think, I I don't know what that says, or I don't I don't really feel like. I understand what I'm supposed to do with that or and I think that becoming part of a community, getting good teaching and and of course really having God open my eyes that's been a that's been such a and it seems so simple but it takes a long time sometimes to get it through your head. Yeah. And I think when you grow up in the church that's one of the dangers. It's not that I'm saying growing up in the church is a bad thing. It's not. Right. It's a good thing. Train your children in the way they should go. But it become, it can become rote. It can become you've heard it all your life. This is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But getting the understanding of why, who God is, the fact that he has saved me, that's incredible right there and, yeah. and when he didn't have to and, and the grace that he showed to do that. But then... Why did he do that? Right? That the, yeah. the I forget who the is is credited with this quote, but he maybe it's Martin Luther. He he saved us by faith alone in Jesus, but not by a faith that but not with a faith that is alone. Yeah. This that's idea right. and and this idea that we are his ambassadors. We God, if God has elected people, which we know he has, he could just save them on his own. But he's chosen to use members of his family as his conduits to spread
1: the gospel. Just as amazing as God's grace is. I mean, we typically think amazing grace as a salvation thing. Right. Amazing grace that he would use, you and me. Right. Broken vessels to carry the gospel.
0: And that sometimes... I am ungrateful for that and I whine and complain about it, just like we were talking about in the break, (laughs) that I get tired and irritated. Now I got to go do this. And and that is such a a wrong, hard attitude. um, And that's something I have to realize and and repent of. but, But again, that idea that, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but that idea that, that, taking all this in is not about storing it for myself, but it's becoming changed by the word yes. being changed and yeah. being changed by the spirit so that I can minister to other people right. and well, serve in, God.
1: In John 17, 17, Jesus said, uh, sanctify them in the truth. Mm. Your word is truth. Yep. So if we're being sanctified in the Word, we, we they the only way, we're going to be sanctified, is by being in the Word. Right. I'm not going to be sanctified by watching Fox News. Uh, nothing against Fox News. Right. I, you know what I mean. Yep. I'm not going to be sanctified by spending an hour a day on social media. Yep. That's just not going to happen. Yep. I'm going to be sanctified as I allow the Word of God and the Spirit of God to get in me and do a work in me. Yep. And part of that work is to go and declare. The good news of the
0: gospel—that
1: yeah. you know we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, yeah. people of God's own possession—that you might proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness yeah. and into light. And I want to just mention this because we're going to take another break here for the for the uh, bottom of the hour. But if you're listening to David and I here this afternoon, and you're you maybe are that person who is a regular church attender. Maybe even a Bible study, a ten- maybe you're even in SWAT where you're you're just getting it, you're just sucking it all in, and that's good. But you're if there's no outlet for that, get in touch with us. Uh get in touch with me, Brad at SWATRadio.com or Doug at SWATRadio.com. Uh listen, our our goal is to connect men together. Yep. What you and I are doing right here, David, is so fruitful in both of our lives, but it's really kind of an equipping and a launching to go do what Jesus told us to go do, which is go make disciples. Right, right.
0: Yep. We are going to take our break at the bottom of the hour for the news, and we're going to be right back. As Brad said, call us 844-777-7928, and we'll be
3: right back after the news. are invited to participate in a broadcast ministry of First Conservative Baptist Church with Dr. Jean A. Youngblood and Let's Face the Issues. This program allows you, the listener, to call in and ask your questions about current issues. Dr. Youngblood deals with moral, ethical, and political issues that face our culture and the church. Tune in every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on 91.7 for expository preaching by Dr. Jean A. Youngblood. Dr. Youngblood is the pastor-founder of First Conservative Baptist Church and the founder-president of Conservative Theological University. Let's Face the Issues can be heard daily on 91.7, 91.3, and 91.9 at 11.30 a.m. Don't miss these relevant broadcasts. Invite others to tune in also. There's some delays because of a crash in St. Johns County on I-95 northbound, a little bit before the World Golf Village exit. Also, there's a broken down vehicle on I-95 southbound before the 295 Beltway on the north side. Mostly clear tonight, low 62. Saturday will start the weekend partly sunny and breezy, high 88. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, in Folkestone at 91.3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself pounding on a locked door i try to make you out alone without your help but i know i never win this war i can never be never be free without you i can never be never be me without you.
0: welcome back to swat radio everyone david gray and brad sykes uh, along with you here on friday afternoon at the lovely Salem Center here in Jacksonville, Florida, and we are looking at Acts chapter 23 verses 1 to 11. Um and Brad, I know we were just talking in the break. I guess we will read that passage now and then yes. uh, kind of look at this through the lens of the uh, four questions, three or four questions we usually use
1: uh, on Fridays. So Yeah, and again, you know, for those who are listening, um we do this. Dave and I do this uh, routinely every Friday. Uh, just as a summary of our week's lesson, but really, so in a sense, we're just doing a Bible study together, uh, just as if you were to meet somebody at Starbucks or Southern Grounds or wherever you like to go and meet. And this is kind of David, a, what I would call a uh, that outlet. It's the it's the stream. That comes out of the the ocean of knowledge that we all have. Mm-hmm. For those of us who may have been in the church for years and years and years and years and years, but you've never made it, uh, you know. I'm not saying there's a there's no faith. I'm saying there may be faith, but there isn't an outlet to which we now go and do ministry mm-hmm. with this. Right. You know, it's kind of like. Um, you ever been in those church services where your heart is just being tugged on to give maybe it's a missionary right maybe it's you know whatever <clears throat> and then you leave and don't do anything about it mm. listen there is no you cannot look at scripture and not see it clearly that we are to take this message mm-hmm. to somebody else right and we we'll, I want to touch on that when we're done today because right. One of the questions that we don't really ask here on the, on the radio, but it is something that I ask when I take what we're doing right here and I go do it with another guy, and mm-hmm. I do this routinely during mm-hmm. the week, the final question is, who are you going to tell yeah. this week? Right? Who are you going to tell that story to? Mm-hmm. Because I think so often people don't understand evangelism. They don't understand that you use the word ambassador. The Bible uses the word ambassador. We're to be, amb- we are, amb- we're not to be ambassadors. Are. We are ambassadors, yeah. you right. know, and so the idea is that listen, an ambassador's going out; he's representing the kingdom, yep. and that's what we're to do. And right. so it doesn't; we don't have to complicate it. And I think as people listen to you and I work through this passage, it's not complicated. Right. Uh, it's just we're reading through it, and you you may see something different than right. I see.
0: Right. So. Yep. Well, we're going to read the passage, and just by way of reminder, uh, we're, we're, Paul is. It, back in Jerusalem, right? He's he's struggled to get to get back there. He's there for Pentecost. He wanted a big audience of people uh, to try to preach to the Jews one more time. He knows this is going to be his last trip to Jerusalem. He knows that he's going to endure suffering. And in chapter twenty-two, he's been he's been rescued by the Romans a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 Jewish leaders and the mob is ready to kill him, especially when he's giving his defense of his life and telling his story. And he says talks about how God sent him to the Gentiles and the the leaders flip out and they're ready to stone him, but he's, he's saved by the, by the Roman tribune. And then the Roman tribune is about to flog him to find out why the Jews are so mad at him. And Paul kind of casually said, well, I shouldn't say casually, but Paul says, you know, can, is this lawful for you to do? Can you, can you flog an uncondemned Roman citizen? And, and then they, the Romans are fearful because they can get in trouble, you know, for doing that. Paul really did them a favor by stopping them and, Doug pointed that out when we studied that, and now uh, the the Roman Tribune and and, and the the Romans, they want to know what is the big uproar? Why are the Jews so upset with him? And so in chapter twenty three, and that's where we've been this week. Paul is continuing to speak uh, before the 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 Jewish Council and, and and to give his defense, and of course the Romans are hearing this as well. So that's where we pick up here in chapter 23, verses 1 to 11 in the book of Acts. And looking intently at the council, Paul said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. And the high priest, Ananias, commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law? And, let contra- and yet, contrary to the law, you order me to be struck? Those who stood by said, Would you revile God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, for it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Now when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. It is with respect to the hope and the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say there is no resurrection, nor angel, nor spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledge them all. Then a great clamor arose, and some of the scribes of the Pharisees' party stood up and contended sharply, May God bless the reading of his word. Wow. There's a lot there. Just right away, they were worried that Paul was going to be torn to pieces. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of, like, British Parliament, and I guess even our Congress now, yelling at each other, right? And bickering and yelling things out and arguing (laughs) with each other. I guess that would look like a kindergarten class (laughs) uh, having a dispute compared to this, right? They were ready that the tribune was ready that was worried that Paul was going to be torn to pieces. So. Well, and this
1: is like the third time this has happened. Yeah, exactly. You know, just uh, the exactly. N- number of uh, chapters exactly. that we've we've looked through and, you know, a- again the, the points that Doug was hitting on this week, which again, if you didn't have a chance to listen to Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I just encourage you to go back and 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 lo- listen to those because like Paul, God calls us, his His men or his children, to submit to his word. Mm. He also says that we're to be secure in his son and that we're to be strengthened by his presence, which, man, we see that in Paul, that right off the bat in this chapter, Paul is, you know, <laughs> making a statement about being uh what does it say what is the word here uh i have lived my life before god in all good conscience Mm. up to this day Mm -hmm. there wasn't a jew listening to him that could have said that right the only way you could say that is when you know where jesus says it is finished right that it is finished right that yes that and it doesn't mean and i even mentioned about yeah you know, unconfessed sin we we are to confess and repent that's what paul is saying paul is not saying hey i i am a blameless man i right. am without fault right i am without sin that's not what he's saying he's saying i have a good conscience right and all good conscience right and uh you know that would have been offensive right uh, to the high priest yes who is listening to this to which paul didn't realize Yep. that was him now some people, but how could he not know that wasn't the high priest? It's because this is a, a kind of a a thrown together court, if right. you will, right? Uh, kind of in the middle of the night, you know. Like, hey, we gotta we gotta deal with this. Similar to Jesus, very similar exactly. to Jesus kangaroo court, exactly. Yep. And so, you know, he he mouths off. <clears throat> you know, this is these are those little snapshots of Paul. You look at, oh yeah, he's just a normal dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he's ticked right um he's been popped in the mouth right and he, retali- he responds response yeah. like any of us would respond yeah, yeah. but there's an immediate there's an immediate s- something said to him w- would you say this to a high priest mm-hmm. and it's like the light goes on and yeah. he goes wow yeah. no i would never do
0: that right right well going back to what you said about the good conscience you're right it didn't doesn't mean that paul is blameless or never sins in experience but he's blameless before God because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's the difference where the, the high priest is offended because, like Doug pointed out, they could only be blameless, if you will, when they came once a year on the Day of Atonement, mm-hmm. and then they would have to wait. Now, I know there was a sacrificial system, but, but they would wait a year for the Day of Atonement. But now, with Jesus, when the court the curtain is torn from top to bottom and the way is open to the holy of holies remember only the priest high right. priest could go once a year into the holy of holies to plead forgiveness for the people and he had to take blood for his own sins yeah yeah but now the curtain is torn and to paul's point jesus has passed through the real holy of holies he's passed he's in heaven yeah he's in the real holy of holies in the presence of god pleading for us and as our intercessor all the time yeah so we can live in good conscience because god looks at jesus when we're in christ not us yeah and we're covered every moment of every day for the for the rest of our for eternity yeah
1: and and that's why
0: paul can make that comment and so that really stood out to me that that there's an example of paul recognizing the great high priest is jesus not Ananias.
1: Amen. So, Amen.
0: Anyway, we're going to take our last break of the day. And uh, we'll come back uh, after the break. And if you have a comment or question, 844-777-7928. And we'll be right back.
3: If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls.
0: parts and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com.
2: A woman said, my husband spends so much time on the couch, I think I'll file for his death certificate. (laughs) Well, that's exactly what a Romanian wife did. After working abroad, Constantine Rillo came home to find his wife had registered him as dead. The court refuses to overturn their ruling. I'm a living ghost, Rillo told interviewers. I am officially dead, although I'm alive. Reminds me of a verse in the Bible, Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God. As followers of Jesus, we are dead to sin and alive to God. We are a new creation, so let's get off the couch and live like it. This is Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. If you'd like to hear more and discover all things Laugh Again, visit us at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.
3: The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, serving San Marco at 91.7.
0: Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes with you for our last segment of today's program and our last segment of the week. We're looking at Acts chapter twenty-three, verses one to eleven. And before the break, we were talking about kind of our first question: what stands out to us in the text? And we were talking about, you know, what happens at the beginning part of that text. Paul is before uh, the council. He says he's lived his life in good conscience, which he can say now because he has Jesus as his great high priest and Jesus as the sacrifice who covers his sins. Um, he doesn't have to wait for the annual Day of Atonement and for the high priest to to go into the Holy of Holies. Jesus has passed through, Hebrews says, into the heavens, which is the real Holy of Holies and is interceding for us on a moment-by-moment basis. And, and of course, the high priest has him struck. We were talking a little bit during the break, Brad and I, were about Ananias, and just looking at my uh, commentary and reading a little further, Ananias was a— corrupt and brutal high priest who was hated by the jewish people he was pro-rome and and cuddled up with rome and it turns out that when the jews revolted against rome in 70 a.d before the destruction of jerusalem and the temple the jewish people the zealots and the jew among the jewish ranks killed ananias and murdered him maybe he was that hated um and then you mentioned brad about but when paul paul Understandably, responds in anger and calls him a whitewashed wall and says that God will judge him. But then, when he realizes he is the high priest, Paul backs off that mm-hmm. and he repents. Yeah, and and it kind of reminded me of uh, what this is one thing that stood out to me. It it reminded me of David with Saul, where right. where where Saul is God's you know, Ananias was corrupt, and he certainly was not godly. God appointed him, but he did not belong to God. It certainly doesn't appear. Right. Saul was appointed king, but he was trying to kill David. He was sinful. He was turning against God. But David would not kill Saul. When yeah. he had opportunity yeah. after opportunity yeah. because he was God's appointed. And 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 Paul reacts similarly. Not that he had the chance to kill Ananias, but what did Jesus say if you're angry with someone in your heart, you know, you you've murdered him. You've committed murder. And Paul mm-hmm reacts very very similar to how David reacted by saying, this is God's appointed, and I'm not going to take this into my own hands.
1: Yeah, and to your point, even though uh, Paul Paul's high priest is no longer Ananias, it's Jesus Christ, right. but he still recognizes that this is a ruler of God's people, uh, is evil right. and wicked. It's kind of like we look at some of the rulers that we have in our country, some of our officials. Um, that doesn't mean you like them or agree with them, but you realize they are appointed by God. Right. We know that from scripture. And, you know, I've heard people say, but Brad, if they're appointed by God, why would they be evil and wicked? Well, that just reveals the heart of man. Right. Uh, because we're all that way. Right. And, uh, you know, listen, but for the grace of God, that might be you. Yeah. You might be Ananias. Yeah. and And the reality is, ananias is without christ yeah. ananias is without faith he is doing i always say he, he's doing his response you know his his uh what he's been really led to do yeah and so i think one of the things that kind of stands out is not only it, notice how paul says in verse five yeah i did not know brothers that he was the high priest and then he immediately says for it is written hmm. he's he's quoting exodus uh 22 right and it ma- makes me re- remember you remember you used to listen to billy graham billy graham would always say and the bible says yeah, the bible and the bible says, says right. well listen that's a good habit yeah, to be in sure you know it is written yep
0: this yep
1: it's how you, doesn't, jesus, mean, doesn't it's how mean
0: jesus rebukes satan
1: that's right it yeah. is written paul yeah. paul maybe didn't like the fact that ananias right was in that position right but he said it is written yeah you know, I I am, uh, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. That's, there's a lot in here to kind of dig out, but that's one thing yeah. that kind of stands out to me.
0: And I think that that's a good segue into what does this teach us, this passage teach us about God, and that is, I, I made the note, and Paul realizes this, God does not want us to be ruled by circumstances, mm. but, but by his word. And, and Doug yeah. mentioned this yeah. Yeah. Uh, recently that, that circumstances are not really a good indicator of necessarily of God's will. Mm-hmm. And, and and I guess what I'm getting at here is that when you read this on first glance that Paul got angry with Ananias and said what he said to him, there's part of me that goes, yeah, I don't blame Paul mm-hmm. for reacting right. like that. And you know what? Right. I don't. In many ways, I don't. And part of you wants to cheer Paul on <laughs> exactly. and say, hey, Give it to him. I'd do the same thing. Yeah. A little smack
1: talk there, wasn't it?
0: Exactly. (laughs) But then to your point, Paul responds with, it is written. And I think that what I took out of this in terms of what it teaches us about God, as believers and as those who belong to him, he doesn't want – circumstances are not an excuse to go against what he says in his word. Great point. Right? Great point. And and, and I'm thinking about – and, you know, I, we, I'm i just trying to think of a general uh, circumstance that we might all be in. You know, m- my job is awful. I have this awful boss. Who, I'm not saying this about mine. I'm saying this in general. This might be a circumstance. I have a terrible job. My boss hates me. My boss works me to death. I'm going to find ways to cut corners or, or get mm-hmm. back at my boss mm-hmm. or I'm not going to work hard because I'm angry Those circumstances are not, those circumstances may be absolutely true and it may be a huge burden for an individual, but that doesn't allow us to just say, you know, what does the Bible say? Work is unto the Lord. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, work only when your boss's eye is on you to gain their favor, but work diligently even when they're not watching you. Yeah. Right. That might be an example of something like that, but it's very easy because, and I know because I've done it a million times to let circumstances dictate my reaction and my behavior. And God doesn't want that.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, I think, and I kind of, I don't know how you sometimes study, but I'm going to verse 11. I'm going to just fast forward to verse 11. It says, says the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, so this is a, this is Christ in, in the cell telling paul yeah take courage now i've never doug and i talked about i've never listen jesus has never spoken to me you know outside of his word not in an audible um, voice right yeah right that's not the case here yeah the lord stood by him yeah and said take courage and listen to this line for as you have testified to the facts about me in jerusalem so you must testify also in Rome. Mm. Where's Paul wanting to go? Yeah, he wants to go to Rome. Sure. Now, I'm not saying there there's an equation that if you do A and B, you're going to get C. That's not what I'm saying. I think what's interesting is that Paul was faithful to give testimony of of Jesus to those he was around, despite the circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it is a, a bad job you're in. Maybe it's a bad uh, diagnosis maybe it's maybe the circumstances are grim mm-hmm. maybe they're hard we've we've all been there we maybe different flavors yep. um, different heats <laughs> uh, somebody said uh, all hell is hot you know right uh, your hell on earth it's maybe hot and, but the reality is those are circumstances and as children of god no greater witness to the goodness and the grace of Christ than when we're in those difficult mm-hmm. times. Amen. The, the faithfulness that we can, you know, and this kind of gets to Doug's last point was uh, being being strengthened in Christ, not strengthened in Paul. Paul's been beaten multiple times. Right. And yet because he's been faithful to not sulk, not grumble, not like you and I might do, like no, like I would do, because you and I are cheering Paul on. Yes, yeah, little Give smack talk him. here. Right. You know, there is that part of us, the fleshly part of us. Paul is fully surrendered. We, mm-hmm. we seems like we go back three or four weeks ago, or six or eight weeks ago. We were talking about Paul being fully surrendered right. to God's plan right. for his life. Right. And right. oftentimes, when I begin to grumble and complain, what that really is revealing is the fact that I'm not fully surrendered to yeah. God's plan. Right. Because God's plan, more than likely, is going to require some difficult circumstances. Yeah, Yeah. and going to require courage. Yes, yes.
0: And I think that's a great takeaway when we get to that last question of, so what? You know, we read these passages and we go through the questions, and our last one is always, how can we live differently, and and so what? And I think that's a great one, to your point, about we're always being called, and it seems like in all these passages, to be fully surrendered. The way Paul... To imitate Paul as he imitates Christ, mm-hmm. but to be fully surrendered and to, to take courage, um, knowing that no matter what happens to us, when we belong to God, nothing can ultimately happen right. to us. Right. It, it, I think of the verse, don't be afraid of the one who can kill the body, but be afraid of the one who can kill the body and throw the soul into hell. Yeah, that's right. And I also think of, where the Bible, the Bible says, by yeah. <laughs> <my laughs> Billy Graham, uh, um, you know if god's for us who can be against us amen right so yeah. these things he's given us to do we might fear we might have apprehension but take courage like you read in in verse 11 so i think that's one takeaway
1: from this that we can live with more courage well and and maybe my question is as i come out of this is where am i getting my courage from yeah, right it, it, it is my courage built on some false platform of good circumstances? Man, courage is usually developed in the bottom. It's yeah. down there in the, in the nitty gritty of life. And and, and you, you think about where we want affirmation. We want, we want the world to affirm what we're doing. Yeah. Paul's like, Jesus says, take courage. For as you testified about me in Jerusalem, you're gonna go to Rome and yeah. do the same. Amen. Where are we going tomorrow? to testify, Jesus. Amen. Great way to end.
0: Thanks for being with us on SWAT Radio this week and have a great weekend. Doug and Brad will be here on Monday.